0: Uh, So there was a whistleblower who went to BuzzFeed News where a a journalist was investigating this. Bhattacharya's wife sent an email to her child's middle school's listserv saying (laughs) that um, come and get come and get your FDA approved antibody test to know whether you're safe to go back to work.
1: Oh, my God. Or be approved here. Are we talking about? (laughs)
0: um it was not fda approved uh it was not part of the study protocol for that to be the recruitment strategy
1: that is one of the most unethical recruitment strategies i've ever heard oh it gets better
0: (laughs) yeah this (laughs) is (laughs) (laughs) um so he he's under investigation for that supposedly this is what's reported in buzzfeed i think um but continuing to do do his thing um, they publish the preprint, so not peer-reviewed, uh, just straight to this, this server where people can see it quickly. Um, and some people on Twitter start to take a look and say, like, oh, the, the statistical analysis is completely off. Uh, you didn't account for the po- false positive rate of the test. You didn't account for X, Y, and Z. Just, like, really uh, basic mistakes they made. Um, that that's ultimately came to support their, you know, their contention that the infection fatality rate was quite low, mm. which which it's not it's not as low as they quite as low as they claimed it was. Although that metric has turned out yeah. to be not even that informative. Um,
1: well, I mean, you know, it's just so great to just, you know, you have this idea. So you design a study and then you find the data and you manipulate it until it fits your idea, right? That's how this is supposed to
0: work, right? Oh, I, f- I forgot. I forgot <laughs> the, the key detail. Yeah, I've been um, waiting so for it you does, to do this. <laughs> it does, it does about, How do I forget this? Um, it turns out that one of the people who funded this study um a A guy by the name of Neilman, who is a fo- the founder of jetBlue, who oh. was really upset about the uh, restrictions on uh you know on commerce that was affecting his business. And, and oh. he didn't disclose this. Ionitis and, and Batasher <laughs> didn't disclose this until the whistleblower came out and, and it was uh, exposed in, in BuzzFeed. Oh
1: my and I want to add that after it came out, there were a lot of scientists who were just like, oh, but like $5,000, that's not enough. I guess this guy donated like $5,000 to the to well, the star, provided, you know, some amount of money, but like people on Twitter were saying like, oh, you know, like ten thousand dollars that's not enough to risk like ruining your whole reputation. <laughs> you know, like it's not even that much money. Like, is it really a conflict of interest? That, uh, like, that's uh, such a uh, classic
0: yes. line. Yes. People have, all, this is, I, I love when academics run rush to the, the aid of other academics, like the bucket brigade of like, oh, it's not possible that there could be influence. There were other sources of funding and, um, and they were already going to do this research anyway. Oh, this is God. just like, they have, any number of other explanations this happens all the time you know why because there's a lot of other people out there taking a lot of other shit money <sighs> Yep. yeah uh we can go we can go to sunitra gupta oh next. she
1: is my personal <laughs> favorite um, oh my god she's my fave oh i'm ready i'm gonna do a dramatic reading of the glass blower <laughs> oh <friend>. yes, <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yeah i'll i'll preface it and then and then let abby take it away but um so so just basically just a couple things to know so sunitra gupta is an infectious disease epidemiologist. She's the only one among the crew.
1: Right. She's the one that's the conceptual epidemiologist, which I think is a pretty cool title.
0: She, yeah, she calls herself a theoretical epidemiologist, okay. which is not not a thing. Um, it's not. It's funny because my my PhD advisor actually is like the person most known for theory in epidemiology, and and has never dared call herself a theoretical epidemiologist because it's just not a thing. Um, <laughs> So, Gupta is actually better known as a novelist and short story writer what? Uh, than even Amazing. As, as an epidemiologist. And I think her work is actually like somewhat well-known no- well enough where there is a, a little bit of literary criticism written about, like academic literary criticism written about her her novels. Um <laughs> So one one of her very few first author papers in the last decade is a commentary about how the neoliberal model of scientific publication uh makes you publish evidence-based stuff that's like more likely to be correct but actually historically the the scientists and their work that's moved fields forward the most has been um thought to be wrong initially what so i think that just like kind of gets to her worldview about like oh you can be this iconoclast and have controversial ideas and that's how you move the field forward which honestly i partly agree with but if you're gonna do that like You have to incorporate other people's feedback, have some grounding in reality, and not not be like rushing to have have your iconoclastic ideas be put into policy. Uh, So I mean,
1: she's like the Jordan Peterson of epidemiology at this point. It appears.
0: Yeah, (laughs) and Abby, I think you had you had some. uh, (laughs) Okay. Do
1: you really want me to read this?
0: (laughs) Yes. So explain explain
1: what it is to to for the listeners. Okay, it is a novel. It's called, she has a couple of novels and she has some like excerpts from them, uh, on her website. And this one I chose because it's called The Glassblower's Breath, which I think (laughs) there's an, there's a nice like COVID, you know, (laughs) respiratory virus tie in, um, I'll read a little bit of this and it's like really hard to read on her website. The background is like a robin's egg blue and the text is like a dark red <laughs> and it's just like a block, <laughs> like, it's a block of like aerial font. Like it's really hard to read. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are are we ready? Yes. You think perhaps you will leave me now that it is time to call a halt to this charade that our passion is resonant and our tenderness yellowed. The most unoriginal sin has become yours, that most harmless (laughs) decrepitude. Your lips are stained with the velvet of a younger lust, the acid of an immature wine.
0: Hello, this is Daniel, Beatrice's screen reader program. Support us at patreon.com slash deathpanelpod to hear the full episode and get access to patron-only content. With love, the Death Panel.